0: If you're gonna take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to bidpixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two
1: Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink fosters and 4X beer. Alrighty, Christopher Mott. Welcome to, I don't know what episode this is, but welcome to another episode, mate. We uh, have been a little bit sporadic in these over the last couple of weeks. Uh, That Jay fella just, I don't know where he is, right? What's he doing today, do you know? I
0: don't don't want to speculate, um, but I believe the conditions are pretty good for fishing about six nautical miles offshore.
1: As I was driving to work, I was having a, little, having a little tear because I know how flat the ocean is right now. I know how little wind there is. Like I'm looking mm-hmm. out of the ocean, with, there's no wind anywhere and the boat ramps were packed. Everyone's out there essential fishing. And oh, yeah, Absolutely. I've decided to spend my time with you in the office, making sure that we put out good content. So Jay can go whatever he wants to do. And go fishing. <laughs> it's up to you and me to pull this together, mate. And, We've and, got this. Hey, we're steering the ship. He's just out on the little boat, right? Yeah. Um, so, mate, today we're going to talk about cheaper CPMs. And we kind of discussed this, and the team's been putting out a little bit of content over the last couple of days about chasing different objectives while we've got cheaper CPMs. But uh, you reached out to me and said you want to expand on that a little bit further. So, your words were, let's talk about shifting objectives. So, what do you mean by that, mate?
0: Yeah. So, sh- shifting objectives, um, you know, I'm thinking in an e com sort of platform here within Facebook ads, you know, your ideal goal with your advertising strategy is obviously, you know, to produce conversions. So running conversion campaigns or catalog sales campaigns in order to attribute, you know, dollar values and conversion events from your website uh, back into your Facebook ad account which is you know traditionally where we sit as well you know we as an agency obviously attribution is you know is a strong uh, card for us to be able to you know show value and, and the quality of our work to our customers but talking to you know can I can, can I stop you there oh yeah
1: so very valid point is a lot of agencies will put people in a false sense of results i guess by focusing on conversions that's essentially what you said here's here's a real live example of how that's happened we just took on a clothing company we got them live last week they were getting like 30 times return on ad spend now while that sounds amazing that they're getting 30 times return on ad spend it was a vanity metric only chasing really warm traffic at the bottom of funnel now what's the problem with that
0: well, you run out of people to retarget.
1: You run out of people to put ads in front of. <laughs> Straight right? like away, if you're not building, your, if you're not building the brand awareness, you run out of people to target, right? And you might get a thirty-seven or whatever it was times return on ad spend. But if you try and spend more money on it, you're going to plateau, right? There's only so many people that you can retarget ads to. So we've reduced their ads. Uh, their return on ad spend down to like 17 times or something, but we've thrown a ton of traffic into the top of funnel, which is still converting because we've done it right and we're making sure that we put the right people into the top of the funnel. So we went from like 37 times what they used to get with another agency to 17 times return on ad spend, which is still a shit hot number, right? Like they're getting oh, sales for two, three or four dollars, which is a magical amount for a cost per acquisition for e-commerce right now. So that's my little rant. You're saying, that, <laughs> you're saying that as an agency, agencies will tend to focus on conversion objectives because it makes agencies look good, right? But as a business owner, what do you need to be considering? Uh,
0: considering the right place to invest your money. Um, you know, and it's not, it's not so much, you know, conversions make agencies look good. It's, you know, the, the key goal and the end result. What I was sort of thinking about, you know, we've been talking about cheaper CPMs um, for the last couple of weeks, which is a great result. But where that really comes into its own is the higher objective so your brand awareness, reach, and traffic, those sorts of things. They've traditionally got CPMs at half the price of a conversions campaign anyway, even at the peak of the market.
1: So, can we explain that a little bit? So, you could do a website traffic campaign, mm-hmm. which is not a conversion objective, it's not going to show results on a purchase. So you yes. can do a website traffic awareness campaign. What most agencies will do will be a, maybe a view content conversion campaign, mm-hmm. which is getting people clicking through and it's kind of the same objective, getting people to view the content on the website, yep. but that view content conversion objective is costing a heck of a lot more than say a website traffic objective.
0: Yes. Yes, hundred percent. Cool. When Sorry, effectively, trying to break it down, really, really yeah, simple. Because no, that's cool. Yeah, and you know it's
1: back to front.
0: Yeah, and effectively, you know, you're you're doing the same thing. So if you are running a traffic campaign, directing it to, you know, specific products on your website, uh, versus a a conversions campaign, which is doing exactly the same thing, and your a conversion objective is set to view content, it's the same deal, you know. So if you, you throw a dollar figure at it, you know, say ten dollars a day for each of them. Um, there'll be a, there'll be a significant difference between reach, um, impression size, CPMs, uh, and even click through rates between those two objectives, even though they're optimized for the same thing. So when we're talking to a business owner, somebody who, uh, may or may not be with an agency, I'm thinking may not be with an agency at the moment and looking to do social media stuff, um you know, they potentially have a new pixel on their website or they're not really sure about, you know, I'm driving for conversions but my audience is really small and I'm not really getting the purchases. Shifting objectives back to a higher funnel objective with the same budget could potentially increase your audience size. As I mentioned, you know, a traffic campaign always has cheaper CPMs than a conversions campaign um, because, you know, the way the algorithm's targeting the people that it wants to show those ads to.
1: So you can target the same people, right? Same people. Asking Facebook to yep. consider them based on a different
0: objective. 100%, yeah, okay. 100%. I know um, this, I just
1: want to clarify it. I know, yeah, so
0: I do. I'm not that silly. <laughs> so, you know, and if we think about that, you know, we've, you know, we increase our audience size. We've got cheaper CPMs at the minute, so we're getting another extra little boost by going back up to a traffic or a brand awareness um, objective shift. You know, the potential for more people to hit the website, you know, is, I think, can sometimes outweigh um, that need to have that attribution shown in Facebook Ads Manager. Um, and we talk about tracking uh, a lot, you know, with pixel tracking and, and all that sort of stuff and Google Tag Manager and everything else. Um, one thing I think we've talked about in the past, we we'll probably not really expanded on is UTM codes uh, available when you're building Facebook Ads, uh, UTM parameters. Um, and what that actually does is that will show up on your you know, so e-commerce, so your Shopify platform. When you're looking through your customer orders or your order records on within Shopify, you can actually filter out for UTM codes and it will show you the path that that particular person has taken. If there is a UTM code attached to their path, if they've come organically, it will be NA. If they have come through a brand awareness campaign and purchased something, it will show you that in the UTM codes.
1: Okay, so let's just just break that down a little bit more. So UTM code is basically a little string of Mm. words on the end of a URL, right? So you'll see it's like forward slash question mark and then it might have source, Facebook, campaign, such and such, ad, such and such. And you can change what that says, right? But when you do that, a a traffic conversion or a a traffic objective on Facebook isn't going to stick its hand up and say, I've made a sale for someone, but in Google Analytics using these UTMs and UTMs are put in Facebook Ads Manager, UTMs are put on the ad ad creation page at the very bottom. You can create your UTMs there. Facebook actually helps you create these, but that UTM then shows in Google Analytics in a dashboard and you can then see what traffic came through. And if you set up your conversions correctly in Google Analytics, am I correct? you will show a conversion from a traffic campaign in Google Analytics? Yes,
0: it will. Yes, absolutely. It will. 100% it will. And, And that's a really strong tool for a business owner that, you know, may not be with an agency is, you know, they're throwing some money at Facebook ads and, you know, not really sure if they're seeing results, but like I say, you know, something as simple as a little bit of script on the end of that URL can change that overall picture, um, in terms of attribution for the advertising dollar that a business owner is spending.
1: So we could get into a whole thing on attribution windows mm. and first click, last click, all of that sort of stuff. That's not for this conversation. No. Because we're not. This message isn't going out to the person that's that uh, advanced in this. But really at the end of the day, what you can do if you're on Shopify as well in your reports section on your dashboard, you can also see sessions attributed to marketing and sales attributed to marketing. And say, for instance, you have an internal person doing your Facebook advertising, and you decide to start putting these UTM parameters on your Facebook ads, you will see what sessions, so what sessions on your website, and you'll see what sales on your website in that report come from that particular UTM. Now, what, how that's powerful is if you've then got a Google AdWords company or an SEO company that does a little bit of Google Ads for you or Google Shopping, uh, or you use Clavio for your emails, you can kind of start aggregating and seeing the different UTMs and how the sessions are tracking and how their sales are tracking. Now, it does get complex with first click attributions and last click attributions, which platforms actually going to claim a sale, mm. but I guess what you're saying, mate, to summarize it is a UTM code is pretty simple to set up and it just gives you a little bit more clarity on things that maybe aren't tracking based on Facebook's ad conversion metrics
0: yeah and to sort of to double back i suppose we probably got off on a bit of a tangent with tracking and stuff to double back to shifting objectives no that was my fault as well um you know it's okay to to start thinking about those higher objectives at this point in time and we've talked about an audience building period you know that we're currently sitting in as well you know with so many eyeballs on the internet um you know so if you're if you're someone who's spending a hundred dollars a day on, you know, Facebook ads, maybe across two or three different campaign structures. You know, there's there's a bit of uh, reassurance in expanding that campaign um, away from a potentially a conversions campaign to a traffic campaign, uh, but keeping the same budget. You know, slightly diluting that budget and then being able to target newer audiences or maybe spend some time nurturing your middle of funnel audiences or retargeting audiences you otherwise haven't thought of, um, you know, with a little bit of reassurance, you know, linked to that tracking element of, you know, okay, I've moved away from a conversions campaign with my middle of funnel, but now I've got seven new audiences that I haven't previously targeted. I've got my UTMs in place and I can see in Google Analytics which of those nurturing audiences are actually performing and then you can go you know, harder again and then start scaling some budget as well. So it's sort of diluting the budget, shifting the objectives, expanding right. So
1: you you're using this time to expand while it's right. You 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 chase audiences that maybe you didn't have the budget to chase before. You change larger segments of audiences. Maybe you segment your audiences out greater mm because you've got more budget to go further, right? But it's all well and like, it's a funnel at the end of the day. And we're talking a lot about the brand awareness and the top of funnel and introducing as many people to your brand as possible. There's still got to be a sale at the end of the day, right? Advertising needs a return. So while you might not be able to trace a conversion on a brand awareness style objective, you still need to then follow that up with retargeting, right? Yeah. Do you want to add anything to that or...? No, no, that's that's just pretty need much to it. Up with retargeting.
0: They just need to follow up with retargeting. Exactly right, you know, and that's.
1: So we were talking CPMS were last time we talked it was like CPMS down to like four or five dollars, right? Yeah, four dollars to get in front of a thousand people. So imagine if you change some of your objectives around, and for three dollars or two dollars, got in front of two or three thousand people who are still targeted as your ideal customer base, but you've never been able to reach that far before because you haven't had the budget. Sounds like a pretty good opportunity for a land grab and a brand awareness grab while it's the cost-effective to do so, right? Exactly right, yeah. Cool. So what we kind of recommend at BitPixel, a lot of the time we'll spend up to 70% of an advertising budget on top of funnel and brand awareness. We then spend 15 to 20% on the education and the motivation. So the middle of funnel, we're trying to get your prospect delighted and what making them want to purchase from you. And then we allocate most of the budget or um, pretty much the rest of the budget to retargeting and win back campaigns. Have a think about how you can change your message to get in front of your broader audience while it's extremely cheap now. Have a think about how you can turn that broader audience into an ongoing audience as well, right? So if they become website visitors, make sure you're creating audiences to retarget them. If they're watching videos, make sure you create audiences to retarget them based on the video views. But spend the time now to get in front of the masses so that when the cost of advertising goes back up again, you've got a massive data set and audience set of your ideal customers that you can refine the message and get them to come back and purchase.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great tip.
1: A great tip. Anything else to that one, or let's wrap this?
0: No, that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I mean, I suppose the benefit of being able to do that now is, you know, Facebook does have those those rolling window audiences you can expand you know up to three six twelve months you know so say you're coming out the other side of this in in six months time and you think all that money i spent during this period of time building audiences i want to get back in front of them again and you just pick those date ranges out and you you hit them hard and you nurture them again and you get them you get back in front of them
1: awesome chris thanks so much for your time today um so we just talked about We talked about last week about cheaper CPMs. We've just talked about how you can shift your objectives around to get in front of more people while the cost of advertising is dirt, dirt cheap. Um, If you're an e-commerce business, a lead generation business, if you're trying to sell a product or a service, it works for everyone. It's just a case of making sure that the message is correct and making sure that you're getting in front of those people with a relevant and meaningful kind of way. So let's wrap this episode, but we're going to record another one straight away about long form copy and video work and how you get in front of people with the right message. So this episode's done. Thank you very much, Chris Mott. Thank you. We've got everyone watching comment, like share, subscribe, whatever platform you're watching this on their team is amazing. They crop it vertically, horizontally, put it on YouTube, Instagram stories. It goes everywhere. Girls, you do an amazing job. So thank you for doing that. And Josh and Ivan as well. Um, Comment, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz so that you get more content from us and so that we share and feel the love that you're you're giving us. Um, Stay tuned, we're gonna do another episode now and it's all about long form copy and video copy in this day and age right now and how it's important. Cool, thanks Chris
0: Cheers mate.